ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Uh, we could have wrote the show last night. I haven't going to sit here in front. We was right about some things. We was wrong about some things, but it is what it is. I want to welcome everybody to the post-SummerSlam edition of What's Good America. There is a new family member we are finally debuting and introducing tonight, which I am going to take the, the, the bestow the honor and the privilege upon myself to introduce him after I introduce the six-time cruiserweight, the mm. nine-time heavyweight champion himself, Mr. Mm. Intercontinental, Mr. Perfect. He actually, he's Mr. Perfect's adopted son. I'm just going to put that out there. Mr. CM Punk himself, James Big Game Madison Walton III. I had, to, I had to introduce Walt first because he was more right about the show last night than what I was. Some good stuff happened, but he was more in line with being a writer of the show. I was more in line with being a fan of the show. I am the, <laughs> the, the, the chocolate mahogany god himself, C. Dot Turner. But more importantly than the two of us, Yes, sir. I want to introduce the more handsome of the George brothers. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the taller of the George brothers. The the actually the George brother himself. Everybody else is just a flunky compared to him. Like he would be the Undertaker, and then like the rest of them are like the who was the Undertaker's crew back when he had the acolytes and they were all of them. That's that's who the rest of the George family is. Talking like him, Midian and Viscera. Exactly, exactly. That's who and his the, brothers are compared to him. And the acolytes before they became APA and got to drink beer on on TV for four years and and gamble. It's, yeah, <laughs> essentially, Joe is like uh, David Ruffin, and the rest of the brothers are the Temptations. Like, it's him. It's him it. and everybody else. I want to welcome Joe George to the show. Long time listener, always giving this shit about the show. We sincerely appreciate having y'all. Thank you for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Joe, I mean, here's here's the 100 about this. In America, you're going to notice when this does get released, this is old school. So I'm going to do my part and make y'all start subscribing, not only to YouTube, but yep. really getting on our Spotify, because you're going to want this reaction, especially with having Joe. But the main thing <laughs> I want to say to Joe, and I can't wait till we start doing more of these shows where you get to see Joe's beautiful face on camera. Um, seriously, I mean that. You're a good-looking dude. Now, um, Joe has been with us since jump, okay? Day one. Joe, I feel bad even saying day one because I know the Joe, shit I'm about to catch. Yeah, you about to catch yourself. We'll get into that in a minute, America. But we, have a lot of, the air. we have a lot of love for Joe, man, because Joe has been one of our biggest proponents of doing this. I mean, I think Joe was actually – one of the co-producers of the infamous Chris Turner show. <laughs> yep. Chris Turner show. So, Joe, we're excited to have you, man. And all three of us absolutely love. So, I mean, let's dive into this, CT. How do you want to attack uh, this, this eight-match card? Man, we can, go we can go straight down the list of them and everybody throw their two cents on it. And what right. could have been better? What could have been worse? I mean, I mean, in my opinion, the old man. I think this was like the old man's last touch on the show, on the on the whole WWE thing. I think this is the old man's last like hurrah. Still mm -hmm. with a little bit. Uh, still with a little bit from 
the new Queen Stephanie and Tripp's had his handprint on it too. But I, I feel like this this SummerSlam was like the old man's like, all right, I got to step away. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think for me, you can kind of see it because I think there was really a lot of things that maybe had the stuff with Vince happened maybe two to three weeks sooner. If they would have, if they would have got Vince out of there, if they knew they were going to get him out of there, yeah. the way that they have, if they could have did it three weeks sooner, we could have really seen some special things. I just think legalities is why we missed on a lot of stuff. Because I feel like more was supposed to happen. I think oh, more yeah. because I just wanted all my predictions to come true. You can I, tell you know, there was minute, more. But, you could tell there was more was supposed to happen. You could tell. But you know the beauty of it is they still got a they still got a um, a, a Rushmore show left uh, with with Survivor Series. So I mean there's there's a lot of things going on. But um, yeah, I, I'm with you guys. We were talking a little bit before we started this recording, America, and you know it was it, oh man, like how do you do it? It's kind of like the way that I liked the new Thor a lot because I knew it was going <laughs> to be wacky, but it got like a 72 grade. That's kind of how I felt the SummerSlam was because I couldn't – there was just things about it, like with every match, yep. that it just didn't – like everything just didn't quite get where I needed it to get except for one match. And it literally that one match like made me go, you know what? I give the whole show a seven. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm passing the mic. Now, I'm, I'm a little different. I'm, I think it's more like eight, maybe a little okay. higher. I mean, you still have the touch from the old man, but yeah. you can still see where Triple H is adding his stuff that he definitely didn't, especially like with what's going on with Theory now. But oh, we'll get into God. that later. Oh, but, my God. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there's some things that I wanted to ha- see happen that didn't happen, but I, I still say it was a very good show for the time that he had to work with. Oh yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I want to, I want to expand on that, Joe. And then that week, I think that's a good way to kind of round table first. What were the things that you wanted to see that you didn't see? I wanted to see Ray Mysterio turn on Dominic. Mm, okay. And joins the, enjoyed join the Judgment Day because he's been screwed for so long. I swear we talked about that on the last. We did. Show. We did. We did. Me and, I'm telling me and Joe can write. Me and Joe can write for this. We could. I mean, I'd be a lot of pressure writing for a show you love so much because you don't want to let them guys down because you have so much admiration. Me and Joe are on the same page. I was like, that would be the twist. Cause yeah, that's exactly right. That's a twist nobody would expect. Like, Ray, Ray hasn't been a heel since 1997. Yeah. <laughs> 98, that was the last time I think Ray Mysterio was a heel. It would be the perfect Eddie Guerrero move. Yeah, so I love that. What about you, CT? What was kind of maybe one or multiple things? And Joe, if you had more, I'm sorry if I cut you off. You had more besides that. List them all off. Um, shoot. Uh, I was surprised to see Bailey come back with a faction. I liked that. I like that too. I like that a lot. Uh, I wanted to see Johnny Gargano come back during the Miz and Jesus Christ uh, Logan Joe- Paul match. 
Oh my God! So everything pretty much that we said yesterday, Joe was pretty much yeah. saying right. Either now. either Joe <laughs> is outside of our wives, our biggest fan of this show, or he just goes, "No, this is already what I thought. I ain't watching no, this shit. I was oh, I just I didn't watch all of it. I watched <laughs> the end of it though. I watched the picks. Yeah, oh. I, it, I mean, it was wild, man. He like, he literally. I mean, this is we talked about all this and because you could then you got Champa. Then you know, exactly. That's the would have been the perfect match. And those two are just magic. Oh my yeah. god, that's a thing. And, All right, and and yeah, go ahead, Chris. I do. I'm so one. I, the thing I loved, I love seeing Ronda go back heel. Like it's, I, I I don't get me wrong. I like the face Ronda. Like it's cool. It's whatever. She hugs the kid. She's a mom now. Whatever. You, in my opinion, you can't be the baddest woman on the planet. And you out there hugging and smiling on people and all this other crap. Like, I like the fact that the, the match ended with a little bit of controversy because, like I said, in the real world, Ronda would probably kill Liv in less than two minutes. Like, she would literally murder Liv. And, Joe, I know how you feel about Liv. I don't want to go too deep into it, but I know how you feel about Liv. But all I know is that was the best bottom part of an outfit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Well, Liv Morgan is never. Access? <laughs> Liv, Liv Morgan is never coming on the show. So thanks, Joe. Imagine if we were on that. Um, but still, like I love seeing. You know, <laughs> I love a heel Ronda. Like it's like I love when he the heel Ronda comes out because it's more believable. Like it's the it's the the UFC Ronda that we all kind of grew up on, and that's how we know Ronda is like. None of that smiling crap. All right, I'm out here to fight. I'm hitting you in the face. I'm gonna break your arm, and then I'm going back. I'm going back. She I'm can't done. keep a straight face though. She can't. But she has she has the motivation now of getting quote unquote screwed up the title. So I like the fact that they kind of all right. She beat up a ref. She could have killed Liv. It took three or four guys out the back to stop her from doing whatever. Like I like that's the Ronda that I like. Uh, what I didn't like. Why? Why was Jeff Jarrett like a part of this storyline? Because it's Nashville. That's the only reason. Yep. Yeah. And actually, it, I thought it was. I enjoyed it. Um. I would have to say I think we predicted correctly. Almost that ended up being the second best match on the card. We yeah. predicted that was going to be yeah. the best match. Dude, their match was so good at Money in the Bank. It just yeah. it was so good. And, you know, it's just high expectations because not everybody is Shawn Michaels and, and uh, The Undertaker. Not everybody's Triple H and The Undertaker. Not everybody is Rock and Austin. Like, it is hard to go out there when you know you delivered the greatest match of your life. Yep. And to go do that again. Again. Like, it's hard to do. And there's only so many people that can do that. You know, we've seen it with Becky and Charlotte every time – up it's been a classic um sasha and becky sasha yeah, yeah sasha sasha and bailey classics like it's that chemistry it's hard to reinvent when you know like dude you know look how many sasha and bailey have had since nxt which to me i think is the greatest one of the greatest matches in the history of wrestling like that pop gives me chills every time but um what else you got, CT, before I go in and then we just start breaking this card down? But things that you uh, wanted to say that you didn't. Like we talked about a little bit before we came on. I love the way how they just kind of ended theory. Just, just 
crushed. They they literally crushed him immediately. Like it was, he came out at a like he came out at a good time where I was like, oh crap, they are literally going to give this idiot both the belts because Brock was kind of stumbling around. Roman was out, and he ran down the wrong side of the ring, ran into Brock, and Brock just uh, yeah, that this ain't happening, buddy. And just F five them and killed them. Like literally killed them right then and there and theory was done. So yeah, man, I definitely love everything that both you guys uh you know kind of brought up is a lot of good stuff. I you know, I, I think for me, the things I was disappointed in, um, kind of hinted at what I was talking about a little bit before, uh, in the intro, you know, just the timing of 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 uh of Kennedy not being there, you know, and you know, because I would have loved to have seen Sasha Banks walk down that ramp. I think that would have been the pop of all pops. So it's funny. It's funny you say that because I just read because I was watching SummerSlam again here a second ago, and like on Google they had that now Sasha's willing to come back. Yeah, and if had Vince realized that he's not going to beat this beat these charges like Rocky, and got out the way. And let his ego get out the way because that's, I mean, Sasha is, that's Vince, uh, that's Tripp's girl. That's yep. his girl. Like, he loves all four of them equally, but Sasha, he knows. Like, this is my five-star. She's my five-star women's wrestler. Yeah. Anytime she's, eight, well, anytime she's healthy and able, those matches are always rated insane. Uh, so that scene that I didn't like, you know, we also touched on Bray Wyatt, uh, but I think his time is coming. Um, uh, I did not like the riddle Seth Rollins, and I texted Chris that when it happened, and I said that was a waste of Seth Rollins. And that's why I agree with you guys. Like a Gargano would have been great because you know they're both yeah. coming back. Candice LeRae is going to be an amazing addition to women's roster. That's somebody who I felt should have got a run with the title down at NXT. Um She's one of the best female wrestlers on the planet. I agree. And I, she comes yeah. back. They need to put a tag titles are all well and good, but I'd like to see her win a title. Um, you know, I'm going to stay away from what happened in matches, uh, things that I wish I would have seen. Um, I think that was basically it. I think there's just a couple more people that I, but I know the it's like legalities are legalities, like contracts are right. contracts, get money together and, Knew this, knew that. How much is Vince still involved? I agree with Vince Russo to an extent that Vince is still somewhat involved in this. Oh, yeah. Right now. Creative, he's not involved anymore. But within the WWE and that hierarchy, are his, has he sold his shares? I, we don't know. I doubt that. He won't sell his shares. No, I so doubt There's 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 a lot to that. So he still has say because he – He's still on the board until they say until we get the the Business Insider, Wall Street Journal flash on our Facebooks. It says it's been ousted. God, I'm on social media way too much. Now, let's just go down this card. Let's start with the opening match, which I absolutely agreed with was a good opener. I would have rather now knowing the way they did live and Ronda because I told Chris Ronda Rousey. Like, we saw it in a certain order when we were doing our picks on here, Joe. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, 
you can't have Ronda Rousey be like the two or the three match. So the fact that she was the the seven match, which basically was technically the double main event, if you want to do it, and had the two UFC superstars you're paying the most money to. I like it. But Bianca Becky, it was a very, very good match. Wasn't as good as their match. um, No. At uh, Money in the Bank. It was good. Like that, that was the highlight of the show for me. Like I liked it. Um, like they put on a great match. Like out of ten, I I give that match probably eight, eight and a half. Um, like the match, it didn't it didn't feel like it ran that long. Like it, there was there was like one or two botches, but like it was picked up real quick. So, like yeah. I give that one like an eight, eight and a half on that one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but there was a it was a lot more methodical. Yeah, this one. You know, where they always, you know, fo- focused on Bianca's arm being hurt more than they did before. That's more of a Triple H thing. Yep. I absolutely some there was great psychology. Psychology, yeah. five stars. You know, I think there's a certain things I saw the way it ended. I honestly think they needed another five minutes. Um, maybe maybe five might be too much. Another three minutes. Um, just because I think the way that arm was worked on, I think we needed a little bit more time before I believed that she's just going to KOD, you know, KOD her yeah. the way that she did because Be- uh, Becky went to work on both those arms. Um, yeah. Let's just go ahead and say it right now. Becky Lynch is the best, one of the best wrestlers on the planet, male or female, sure. period. Oh, yeah. Let's just say it. Oh, no disagreeing uh, at all. Seth Rollins actually said that she's like generational great and it's time to, to give her her due. Because Becky Lynch and the losses that she has taken since she lost that belt at WrestleMania and what she has done to uplift and the responsibility she has taken on, um, it's, it's an amazing thing. And I think it's because she's so over uh, to where she's getting cheered uh, through different matches that she's had, you know. Um, so I definitely – I thought it was a great match. I really did. I just – it's, you know – you're gonna always hold it against what like they the match they had at WrestleMania was a classic. It was. It just was. You know, so uh but Bianca Belair, um, you know how we were doing those baby face ratings, Chris, on the last show? Yeah. I get that they were in Tennessee and she's from Knoxville. Right. Yeah, I might have to throw her in there too. I think she is. They were so happy to hear her, like for her to pop and win. It's like they expected Becky to take it. I think everybody kind of expected because of how Becky won SummerSlam last year, which was bullshit. But like because of how Becky won it last year, it was just like, all right, this is the time to get Becky the belt back. And like you said something that I completely disagree with. Like I wish she would have came out in that puke ass volunteer orange, which is the only thing I hate about uh, Bianca is the fact that she went to University of Tennessee. Outside of that, like everything she does is great. She's just a a, a, a terrible ass volunteer. Wrong time. Um, Jesus, dude, can better we... than LSU. Very true. Can Very we? Can true. we? Can we say like as much SEC shit that I have to deal with on this show? Can we keep it out of the wrestling stuff? She went to Tennessee. Well, how, how am I going to? It's a fact. She went and Listen. ran track at the University of Tennessee. And I think she's from Knoxville, but can we leave it at that? We don't need to roll tide on that. This is a this is a wrestling show, Chris. This ain't got nothing to do. We can talk about where they're from, 
and where they went to school. Let's leave it at that. I already got to deal with that. Basically, August 1st is no holds barred. You're going to be calling me to do more shows than ever in the next 31 days. Like, I know it. Because you know know your team is over. We are loaded. We are are so... Blah, 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 blah. So, um... So let's talk about this whole uh, uh, Bailey with a stable and the oh, stable. God, I, love it. I like it. I, I love it. it. I love it. I thought so. The the fan of me came out. I thought this is going to be the start of like the four horse women because I just knew. All right. Well, this is the, uh, Sasha's just gonna come back right now. We're gonna have it right now. But then I saw Eo Io, however the heck you pronounce the name. And then I was like, okay, well, I can get behind, like, Becky running the crew. I can get behind that. Like, it's believable. Because she's she's the NXT kind of OG of them, so I can get behind her running the stable. Chris, I mean, you, you literally almost hit it on the head. They're, they're Charlotte Flair away from this, being that. Yep. And it's like, which way does Charlotte go? Do her and Becky shake it out and do this, and it's three-on-three. See, we're missing. So that's what Trips is already doing. It's this long-form storytelling because, yeah, you're right. It's three-on-two right now. Yeah. Somebody's still not on television yet. So, Chris, you might have literally nailed this on the head. And Um, I think think it's going to take a couple times of – Bianca and um, Becky getting beat up a couple times. And then whoever this mystery third person is, whether it's Sasha, whether it's Charlotte, I don't know. But whoever it is, like they're, whoever comes out for them is going to get that pop. And it could be the perfect buildup to SummerSlam. I'm not SummerSlam, I'm sorry. Survivor Series. Survivor Series. It could be the horse split down the line, you know. Which two horsemen are the better horsemen? Could lead to turns. Um, so, I, I, you know, I think Bailey's uh, still got. I know she's going to continue to work herself back. I don't necessarily know. I think that's why they've got Eo and Dakota. I think I think Bailey is still not quite ring ready. I agree with that. I mean, and it's I think, been a, it's I think legit it been a year though. I think she needs a little bit more time, but. She's so good on the mic. As and this is an example of what we've been talking about with Rhonda already. And we'll get to that match here in a second. But uh the same thing, like when she went heel, as much as she is the hugger, that's so much her personality. Um, I mean, I live here, like she's from here where I'm at, guys. And I'll you know, you know, every once in a while with me working free to lay, you'll meet somebody that works in their wrestling fan, you see a t-shirt, you talk to them. And they always talk about, yeah, Becky was, yeah, I was hanging out. Becky was here. Like, she's such a nice person. Like, I know that for a fact. I'm actually hoping uh, one of these, Chris, like, what if she's at the Niners-Miami game we're going to this year? Like, and the Bailey's, how dope would that be to go talk oh, to doing, Pam? We're doing a show right then and there. Oh man, like hey Pam, can we just get you on for two minutes and we just That's you it. know whatever whatever rights you need. Uh you just saying you love what's good America. Anyway, um so like her her whole heel thing, it's so it's so phenomenal and she's so good because she believes in herself. 
So yeah, I'm I'm excited to see. I love Eo Shirai. Excuse me, Eo Sky. Um, Dakota Kai, I'm intrigued about. Um, I was actually shocked she came back. Um, and maybe they're gonna try to do some Dakota Raquel things, and maybe they're gonna do that on the on the main roster. Anyway, let's move on. We got a lot of matches to get through. Logan Paul versus The Miz. Joe, opening thoughts of that match. Highly impressed by Logan Paul. Yeah. That was the big takeaway from that. I mean, Very impressed. Just wish that Gargano would have came out instead of AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been down. And if it had been his Rebel Heart music, too, which I think is one of the best theme songs. Yep. Ever made. Ever made. Chris Turner, go for it. I was texting both of y'all during that match. I I did not think he had that in him. Like that was the Miz didn't have to carry that match. Like he did was, though. But he did. He he did. He did. He didn't have to. Like the couple little blunders that most people wouldn't catch, like I'm sure we caught, but for the most part, I Logan Paul actually had a good damn like the frog splash. The frog the splash off, yeah, like that to the table, and then like he stole a couple moves, and like, like he had the the, the drama kind of added to it. Like I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm a complete fan, but I'd watch another match with him. Yeah, and this is why I, you know, with you two being the wrestling heads that you are. I told you that was going to happen, Chris, uh, first and foremost, because I don't know what you were paying attention to at WrestleMania. He was phenomenal at WrestleMania. Yeah. He was phenomenal at WrestleMania. You knew he had it in him. His his standing vertical um, jump split when they're uh, yeah. passing through the ropes. Yeah. When I said it the first time, I said, okay, this kid's different. Can go. And what did I what did I tell you his frame is, too? He's got a Montez Ford frame. Yeah. So if he he's he can he can put on twenty pounds, Solid. and he's gonna he's gonna look he's gonna and he's like six two. Yeah. As well, like he's you know, like he's signed. Like this is this is like this is a big deal. Like he's a, he's signed to them. Like this is not just some. He's six foot two. Like, you know, so when you look at his uh, here, I'm all, obviously I'm using Wikipedia because it's just easy when they're celebrities, you know, shit's right. So they're listening at 6'2". That has to be true because he boxes. So that's his true height. So he's a legit 6'2". Standing, you know, you know, in his, uh, on his feet, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, no shoes on. So in boots, he's six foot three and a half. Right. So you're sitting here like, yeah, they signed him to a – it's like a multi-event contract. Like this is – it's at least going back to WrestleMania. I think it's going to be him and Bad Bunny. I think they're going to do him and Bunny. That's my prediction. Oh, real. my God. Dude, I love I Bad Bunny. I hope they do something different. I I'll take him and Jet. I love him and Bunny. I'll take him, him and Pat. I don't want to see him and Bad Bunny. No. No. Well, him and Pat would be phenomenal. Um, as well. So, yeah, I was not surprised, but you know who I thought, you know who I instantly thought of when he did that, that frog splash? Who? I think that was an ode to Shane. I don't doubt it. That was like a, that was like a Shane thing. Like, Hey, we'll, we'll get you back. 
Because I think him and Stephanie and Trips are like, I think Shane's on his way back too. And it's like, hey, let's do a Shane spot. You know, let's get it figured out with dad. Because I think dad, you know, had a lot to do with him blowing up the way that he did. I don't think that was, you know, Trips was going through. I think the three of them, I think they genuinely like being around each other. It's just a guess. I don't know. You know, I think it's like, hey, I don't think the dynamics. I think Shane loves the business. And I think just the way he wanted to book himself and just everything that was going on. It's like Shane knew more. Like the way that Shane went out, it's like, it's like he probably said some shit. It's like, shit, the way you talking, old man, you ain't going to be here. I know everything you'd have done. I've had to sign exactly. off and have the papers. So, yeah, I thought that that was a really good match. Um, Tommaso Ciampa, like I told you, I need him to get away from the Miz immediately. Well, I think that was the whole point of him getting kicked out that match, too. Like, he didn't – you didn't have that lasting effect of having him kind of around. That's why AJ kind of took him off. So, I think that was them kind of, all right, let's kind of slowly work this off of Champa because Champa can actually go. Like Because Ciampa I never be, thought he was going to be on the main roster because, you know, his body can't take no. wrestling 300 days. Like, he's at the end. Like yeah, he can injury hurt him. That yeah, he's he's he already and I remember him saying it, it's like I'm good down here. Like I'm good, like I'd love to be up there, but I can't, you know. He can't. It's it's gotta be, you know, very, very, you know, thought out when I'm doing things. So um so I'd love Champa, to get him away. Champa could be uh who's the guy that they missed on that now is in w, that's in AEW. Um with like the Dark Order or something like that, or Alistair Black. Like you could put champion, oh. you could put Champo in like an Alistair Black type role where it's like, all right, you fight from time to time, but here's a stable of just grunt, hard out guys who just like to fight. See, and you make yeah. their leader. That's why this all sucks. Like if we knew the old man was going to be gone this soon after some of these guys have gotten over there, um, you know, Claudio. Um, Tommy uh-huh. in like there's so many guys right now that would just be like I'm you know who Lee. I'm really you know Keith Lee like Trips had built this he's like I've got the guys and I got guys these fans like they like them you know like Swerve. they like what they're about Swerve Strickland yeah. like he broke up that whole uh, who were they what was what was their uh, uh, that whole crew I can't think of their name now dude they were so good. Like, could you imagine them and the Street Profits and Bianca Belair all in a faction? It would have been amazing. It yeah, I'm going to figure out. Yeah, I'm going to look for it. That means Bianca would have to turn heel, though. She's a great True. heel. She's already shown she's a great heel, but she's just so yeah. respected. You know what I mean? That it, it really is, you know, what's going on. I mean, because uh, to be um, honest, everything that Bianca is, is everything AEW is trying to build. Jade Cargill to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jade's not even close to Bianca, though. And she's not. And the only reason I really support Jade is the fact that she's from Jacksonville. But outside of that, like she. Well, that's why I don't Bianca, like <laughs> Bianca is the blueprint. <laughs> Bianca is the blueprint to everything they're trying to make Jade. I mean, you know, you can't front on Jade Cargill like that. I mean, that's Brandon Phillips' wife. 
I am a fan because she is from Jacksonville. As long as they don't try to make her like a Goldberg and keep her going undefeated for 173. I think they're headed towards that, honestly. Yeah, Chris, what you what you know about Sebastian River High School and Vero Beach High School? Oh, that's a little bit down south, but yeah. Yep, and she went to Jacksonville University. Um, yep. There's a little there's a little AEW in our WWE talk, so we just ruined our chances of getting on WWE television. Uh, but no, I thought it was a good match. Now, this is what I've been excited to talk about because you guys have both mentioned just the love uh, for how it was handled during uh, the main event match. So we're going to handle it, I think, within this Bobby Lashley versus Theory, which I didn't realize that match was only f- barely five minutes long. It seemed longer than that. It didn't to me. Like, it seemed about five minutes. Like, it, like Bobby's walk. Hell, most of the damn match. Um, I I love the I love the heel theory. Like his energy as a heel is fantastic. He's one of the ones that I never ever really want to see as a face because I think a face would ruin him. But him as a heel is just fantastic. I, I mean, theory as a, as a heel. Um, yeah. That five minute match was about all they really needed, realistically. Yeah, it was a it was the between the two under five minute matches that were on the card. It was the one that I liked. I liked how they made Bobby look. Right. Um, yeah. It's the booking that, you know, I'm pretty sure you feel the same way, Joe, me and Chris have just talked about it over and over. They, they just squandered Bobby Lashley in the last year. They should have never broke up the hurt business. Exactly. No. Brock Lesnar never mm-hmm. should have. They should have been booked already. Not just yeah. that fatal five way, which was a hell of a match, by the way. Uh, at the beginning of the year, day one was a hell of a match. Those five guys put on, um, but I, you know, I um, that uh, that gorilla press into the hurt lock, yeah, was phenomenal. That dude is so dumb strong to be as old as he is. Bobby Lashley yeah. literally looks better than he looked when he was the ECW champion. Like it's, it's yeah. incredible that he's doing when this. He had, when he Should had the small headband, yeah, yeah, it's wild, man. Headband. So I want to since you guys have really been on theory and so happy, let me let you guys know exactly what trips, in my opinion, has done with how they've handled all some theory. Um, there have been different type of money in the bank winners in the history since edge. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. We've seen it done different ways. We've seen the infamous cash in the same night, uh, which we've seen with Kane. Um, we've seen it with Alexa bliss, uh, which was done well because Alexa was so over as a heel. It worked very well. Um, and set up that story, but we've also seen the long range edge holding it for literally a year. Dolph Ziggler holding it for a year. Like the more he tries to use Miz held that thing for months before he cashed in on Randy Orton. Like when you see it, a guy like that, that's, you know, I think in a, in a, in a good place as, as a heel to where he's going to continue to try to do that. And at some point, once they get these belts off Roman Reigns, which I think they're starting to set up now, between whatever's going to happen, you know, with uh, him and Drew at Clash, when Cody comes back. I think it's Seth, Cody. 
once they get these belts off him, that's when Theory's going to Theory's going to be a champion. Um, and I think eventually they might. I Chris has been right about that. They got to split the belts back up, or if not, no. then let's. What's the point? What's the point? You got to split them up. You don't want them split up, Joe? Why not? No, I do not. I want one one champion, then you can have the whole roster on both shows. That's what I want. I want it to go back to where the whole roster is on both shows again instead of having them split. I do respect that. Hmm. I can respect I can respect it that way, explained that way. Because if it's unified, then everybody everything needs to be unity. It needs just to be WWE and not the yep. blue brand and not the red brand. I can get it that way. But if you're not going to do it that way, then if you're going to beat me for the unification title, then you need to beat me and pick which title you're taking. Because it's it's quote unquote for this fake fighting that we're watching. It's quote unquote, it's not fair that if I had to go through two people to win these two belts, you just beat me and you get both of them. Yeah, I, I just yeah. I know I just know for a fact they're gonna split the belts up, guys. Like this is a Roman Reigns thing. Um, and I think now that Trips is gonna have a chance to put his blueprints on creative, they're gonna be able to do it. Um I think they just have too many stars, like our era of the Attitude Era. Technically, within the Attitude Era, there were two belts. Don't forget World Heavyweight Championship and the WWE yeah. WWF title. Like so it, it happened with us. But what they I love to see too, though. Yeah, they did. They unified it, and then they split it back up. <laughs> Literally, I know. Chris Chris Jericho unified those titles, and by the end of two thousand two, I think they split them because it was it went it it got to the point where they're like, okay, because Jericho unified them, yeah, and he lost them to Triple H. Then they turned the unified championship back into one belt within the same calendar year. Because then The Rock held it after that. And then he lost it to Brock Lesnar. And then they, the SmackDown belt came. I mean, the uh, World Heavyweight title came when it wasn't WCW title anymore. And he had Triple H. And he had two belts. So um, so I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, Austin Theory is going to be a world champion in 2023. And I, I, I think it is. And it, I think it needs to happen. I think that push, quietly as much as it's been forced down our throats, it's a good force. I just don't think it was done as well as Randy Orton's was. Randy Orton, to me, is the gold standard of young champions and will always will be. With the Randy Orton, with the Randy title, like, they took their time. Like, yes, you saw it was going to happen. Yes, you know he was a generational guy. But they took their time. Like, yeah, it, even it took them two like, years to get there. It took them two right. years to get there. Yeah, took the Rock. Took the Rock like, two years to get there. Like with Randy, you saw him in Evolution, and you saw him working with Ric Flair and Triple H and Batista, and then he big the Legend Kid. Like it was a slow, yeah. abrupt grind, but like it was still methodical in the fact that you saw him week in and week out getting better and better and better. And for the record, it took Brock Lesnar four months. Oh yeah, yeah. he debuted after after WrestleMania. <laughs> I mean, because Brock just had that perfect 
look. Like Brock was just perfect. Yeah, he debuted after the 2002 WrestleMania yep. and had the belt by SummerSlam. <laughs> like, yeah. Brock Lesnar is such an enigma, dude. I, I've never seen anything like it, and we got, we got plenty of time to get to him. All right, let's get to probably all of our least favorite match of the entire card, the Mysterios versus Judgment Day. I hated everything yeah. about it. Yep. Yeah, it was – that whole match was predictable. Like, you kind of knew how that was going to go. Like, you knew who was coming out. Like, I just – I'll be quick on this one, and I'll give you all the rest of the time for it. Like, it just – it was what it was. Like, it was, yeah. that was the filler match. Yeah. It's the same match you've seen on Raw every – Over and as over. few weeks. Months. It's, and they're so – all six of them are so talented. Well, you know, I think Dominic's got a lot of work to do. But, you know, oh, Ray is – Ray raised the other one. When we talking about Bobby still looking like the shit Ray was doing last. I'm like, dude, Ray is like a thousand years old. <laughs> he is moving like it is 2004. Like, this is stupid. He did botch like, that was, splash at the end, though. Yeah, that's not what he wanted to do, but he still hit it. Hit it enough. It looked like a flying head, but it looked like an ode to Chris Benoit. Oops, <laughs> did I not say that? Oh, you, we're definitely not getting on now. Jeez. They've been starting to mention Chris Benoit's name here there, though, so I wouldn't have done that had I known that I've seen some things. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, I, I, you know, I hate it like you guys had said, but I think it's just, it's squandered talent, and I think that's Triple H. He's, I don't I think he's trying to figure out Rhea Ripley is phenomenal, and yep. I think had they had Edge in that, you can put a belt on Rhea. You can put a belt on Priest. And, you know, and then if you had Finn Balor in there with Edge, the four of them, I love it. Everybody can get their hands on a belt. Edge can go after, you know, the week. Like, you know, he's taking Roman Reigns to the, you know, to the edge. Or, you know, him and a Cody Rhodes would be a phenomenal thing to see. Him and a Seth yeah. Rollins. So a lot of ways to go. Why they that. turned on Edge? It never made sense to me. Oh. It didn't. It didn't. Well, that's, that was a Vince. That was a Vince I thing. Know. We all know that. Like we got to say what it is, man. Like as much as we love, we love the old man. We love him, but for him to go because Edge was like, "I don't want it to go this way." This faction was my idea because these are the stars I want to lift. You know, Edge is very clear of his responsibilities. <laughs> Yeah. That's why he hasn't held a title since he's been back. You know, that's why he's like, well, you know, I know somebody else can go over in the Rumble, but put me over in the Rumble so I can put Roman completely over, which he did. Yeah. Since that WrestleMania, Roman Reigns has been with him and Daniel Bryan. Has been hot fire. But he's been on he's fire. Been he's been untouchable. I guess what really did it was that WrestleMania, because that match was was five-star. You know, I'm not Dave Metzler, but I remember how good that match was um, with them three. So, yeah, we'll move on to that. Let's get on. Joe, Pat McAfee, Happy Corbin, thoughts? Uh, knew, I knew the result was going to be that way, but it was a very good match. Pat McAfee, his athleticism astounds me for being a punter. <laughs> you guys know how I feel about special teams people. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, it, was, <laughs> it, it was fantastic Corbin 
I mean, he's the perfect keel. He can do no wrong. He can he can lose to anybody and still be yep. the perfect heel for anybody. Chris, when did you realize that me and Joe George were the same wrestling person? No, I, I like I said, I realized that yesterday. Actually, it took me yesterday to realize it because when I'm texting you, like Joe will text you something, and y'all are literally texting the same damn thing. Like, like are they sitting together? But like, I'm I'm with y'all on this one. Like, it's Pat can do no wrong in my eyes, and neither can. And it took me a little while to get on the Baron Corbin fandom. Um, I'm there now securely, but. Uh, like, I'm I'm a fan of Pat. I think Pat needs to get like his stable back. I love him as an announcer, but I liked him better when he was like the the, the stable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. but heel Pat McAfee, heel Pat. Oh, 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 oh my God, he can talk oh. like nobody else, like nobody oh, else. He's special. Yeah, he's he. He's up there with the rock when he can talk, dude. Like just to go. You just let him go. So no, and uh it's it's about time for like Baron Corbin, not a heavyweight push, but he needs a mid card push to get somebody's intercontinental or something belt. Oh intercontinental man. would be good. And it would be a way to turn him heel too. Like what if he won like a, a US title or Intercontinental, and he barely defended that thing, but he was still over. Everybody like, well, we want to see Pat fight, but Pat would be like, nah, I want to do commentary. It should be a natural heel turn for him. And yeah, then him like cool on commentary could, could could be great. So I think you guys hit it all on the head because um, I don't need to repeat myself about how I feel about Happy Corbin um, as a wrestler. I think he's as solid as they've got. Yeah, He's very clean. Um and I think one of these days, another one of those guys, they need to reward him at some point with a title. He deserves it. Uh, and I Matt, agree. And Pat McAfee, like I said on the last show, Pat McAfee is the number one baby face in the company, period, at the end. That's just how I feel. He is. So Pat, good enough for me. Pat, Matt. All right. Here we go. Uh, the runner-up match of the night, Usos, Street Profits. Who wants to attack this one first? This is going to take a little I'll, bit of time. I'll go first, I'll, and I'll be short on mine. Um, another great match. Uh, it's for a tag team division that needs a little bit of help, because honestly, you got about four, ta- roughly four tag teams right now, and I don't count the Alpha Academy because like, that's a joke to me. Um, the Viking Raiders, I like this new thing they're doing with them. Like that's pretty good. The new day is the new day. The Usos and the Street Profits. Like everybody else is just like, they almost seem like a filler when it comes to a tag team. So seeing the Usos and the Street Profits again, I'm not burnt out. I can see them go at it again. I can see, honestly, I can see something popping off at Monday Night Raw tomorrow night. So I'm not, I'm not. Like I, I can watch more of this because they put on great matches and I want to see. The street profits will at least one more title run before then it, the inevitable happens. You got it, Joe. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I liked it. It was another, I'd say, five star because the Usos, dude, are got to be the greatest, I think, because they're just, they can do anything. Yeah. Heel, face, uh, 
Shit, Street Profits, man. I was I was actually hoping they when they lost that Tez would turn. <laughs> I was I was wanting them to, I wanted them to split. I was actually hoping that they would they would split. I wanted to see Tez turn on him. Yeah, and I thought it was coming um, as well, Joe. Uh, listen, the Usos are really, really good and have been really, really good for the past five years. Since the Uso Penitentiary, they've just yeah. – I mean, it's just more exactly. – it's just – it's amazing because you just see these quotes, you know, it's everything that's happened with this, like, you know, CM Punk is my guy, and he's talked about how people get to be themselves. And it's amazing you can see the people that are getting to be themselves on the show and the other people that don't necessarily get to be themselves in WWE. And you can it's, – it's as clear as night and day. The street pop profits, be yourself. The new day. Vince, he, they want Vince over. You guys do you. I don't get it, but do you. Like, I hear the crowd. I hear it with you guys. We see it with um, the bloodline. Brock Lesnar has been more of himself in the last 12 months, and it has been a joy to watch him just have a good time. It's been a joy, and I think he's probably the most fun he's ever had in his career. Um, (laughs) We've seen it with Becky Lynch, who has been able to just be her for the last three years. Seth Rollins is having a ball right now. Like, you can see it with those characters and the 